Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's going on, TFA fam? In today's episode, it is going to be a good old-fashioned TFA throwdown. Kevin and I are going to be going to be debating who we'd rather have this year for fantasy, Miles Sanders or Joe Mixon. Here we go. I'm going through a drought. You don't even have to do too much. You can turn me on with just a touch, baby. Two guys that we are both very high on for this year, and that's going to be Miles Sanders and Joe Mixon. Kev is going to be arguing for Miles Sanders. I'm going to be arguing for Mixon. These are going to be some videos we are planning on doing throughout the draft season and leading up to your fantasy draft. So if you guys have any suggestions on guys that are going close in drafts, if you've been doing some mock drafts and you've been faced with the same kind of situation in a couple couple occasions and you know you're you're not sure and you want to hear us hash it out definitely let us know like subscribe drop some comments and uh you know we'll we'll definitely get these out to you they're going to be kind of quick hitting so you can look forward to having a couple of these throughout the week and obviously here on the on the youtube channel across all the podcast platforms so with sanders and mixon obviously both those guys have been rising throughout the throughout the off season both of them are going, I think, just within one pick of each other the last time we looked. I think they were going like 112 to a one in, uh, in drafts. Maybe it's like 111 to a one. But either way, that's obviously going to be a, a decision you're going to have to make. So, Kev, if you want the floor first, go ahead and lay out your uh, go ahead and lay your case for, for taking Miles over Mixon. It's pretty easy for me, right? So, Listen, one, I mean, I think I think Miles Sanders has RB1 upside, like, and I don't think that's hot at all. Like, I, I think that he very well could be this year's Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I mean, you got to come out of the gate hot. You got to let him know, all right? So, 
Anyways, you, you you look at him last year. But, you know, we've, we've talked about him a little bit over over this offseason. But, I mean, he last year received 48% of the opportunities in this backfield. He only had 11 carries, 3.9 targets per game. But over the second half of the season, really from week nine on, like when he really started to take over this backfield, he really became the man, right? And all offseason, there's been the narrative. It's the narrative that we've continued to hear this entire fucking offseason. Well, you know, Doug Peterson doesn't really like to... to <laughs> he likes to have a committee and, you know, and that like like... It's fucking ridiculous because they haven't fucking had anybody in that backfield. It's been Ryan fucking Matthews, Jay Ajayi, no no knee Ajayi, and Legarrette Blunt, and like just a bunch of bums in this backfield this entire time. So of course they're gonna have a fucking committee. They haven't had anybody. Doug Peterson over the offseason, I mean, came out and said. Now again, we pick and choose what narrative we want to listen to and who we want to believe and when we want to believe it, as long as it only supports our narrative. But You're damn right for 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 Doug Peterson, like he came out and said that he they drafted him to be their workhorse and that's what they are planning for him to do this year is to be their workhorse right and so for me like it's just ridiculous like the man had 63 targets last year right 50 i think it's just over 50 receptions yeah and in his rookie fucking year, right? Now, all of a sudden, people are just expecting him. It's going to continue, right? And I, th- I think, quite honestly, I think he, he gets at least, I, I think 275, 275 touches, I, I think is well within reach for him. I think 220, 230 carries. And that's why, but I, I at that, uh, probably at the ceiling somewhere around there, because I do think that he will split some time with Boston Scott in this backfield. They brought in Michael Warren as a, as a UDFA, but I'm not worried about that, dude. Like, this is wheels up for Miles Sanders. Like, Miles Sanders has, has 100 target upside in this offense, and, and I don't think that's hot at all. He had 63 last year, playing only 53% of the snaps. For me, th- that's why he's such an easy guy for me to take. Like, I feel like he's so secure. He's in one of the best offenses in football. That This entire offense has gotten better. Yes, there's some concern with them losing uh, Brandon Brooks to the torn Achilles. That is going to hurt a little bit, but it's, it's not enough that's going to really scare me away from him. I think they brought Jason Peters back. They still have... You know Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson back there. Like this, this offensive line is still one of the better in football. And like I said, with this offense, I think taking a step forward with Jalen Rager, who's going to crush this year, and you know Deshaun Jackson really spreading this football or spreading the field. I just think it's wheels up for for Miles Sanders. Now, why not Joe Mixon? Why would I take him over Joe Mixon? Because right now I have Miles Sanders at RB six. I could probably have him at RB five. I've really went back and forth between the two, him and. Clyde Edwards Hilaire and, and, and where I should have them. But right now I have him settled in at RB6. Now, why not Joe Mixon? My biggest concern with Joe Mixon isn't his upside or or excuse me, isn't his isn't his uh, ability. It's is he gonna get the pass catching work, right? Even last year he didn't. He only got 45 targets, which is awful. He or I shouldn't say awful, but that's not what you're looking for from him. He did get 17.4 carries, which was fifth um among among running backs. He had uh, you know almost 1,200 yards and eight touchdowns at the beginning of the year, like the f- almost first half of the season with Joe Mixon. Like he was droppable. People were like dropping Joe Mixon. He was so bad. And then the second half, he really turned it around. So I understand those things, but I just cannot bet that he is going to all of a sudden out of nowhere because it, we're not talking about one year. Like Josh Jacobs, you could say that about Josh Jacobs, right? But Josh Jacobs only had, his, last year was his rookie year. We've seen multiple seasons now with Joe Mixon of not getting opportunities as a pass catcher, and that's what concerns me. If he was locked in a little bit more, I may have him a little bit higher because I think that he has a even higher ceiling in terms of touch 
a, a touch field in this backfield because they, they have proven that they have no problem giving him the opportunities. Like last year, he had 77.1% of the opportunities in this backfield, 62% of the snaps. But I just cannot bank that he is actually going to get that because I think right now you're wishing and then that's how it's going to work. And they've, they've went out and they've added T. Higgins. A.J. Green is back in this offense. Joe Burrow. I, I think there's a chance that they throw the ball a hell of a lot more. Their defense is still trash. And so all those things worry me about Joe Mixon's upside. I just And I also think that Miles Sanders' offense is just better. I think he's going to have more opportunities to find the goal line or goal line opportunities. Like I said, I mean, last year, Miles Sanders was 13th in evaded tackles, 5th in juke rate, and 345 yards created was 15th, which is solid considering how little he, how little opportunities he got. So for me, that is why I think Miles Sanders has a hundred target upside. I think he easily uh, surpasses 200, 230 carries on top of the fact that I think he has at least a hundred target upside in him. That's why. And that, that is why I have him over. Yeah. I'll just uh, start off on that last point. You're talking about with the targets. It's absolutely a projection on my part, but I think we saw that in, in college and that's why i believe that he can do it they just haven't you know like kind of like what we, what we saw with fournette last season just getting 100 targets out of the blue i think they just have to commit to giving Mixon that receiving work if you look at what he did at oklahoma he had a he had an 84th percentile target share uh I think it was like 11 point something, but I mean, as a, as a running back, that's, that's a huge target share for, for a, for a college running back. Um, I think something that we, that a lot of people are forgetting about Mixon is just, you know, again, hearkening back to his, uh, some of his collegiate profile. I mean, he had a 92nd percentile speed score, 77th percentile spark score. If you look at what he's done since he's got into the NFL, I mean, he has back-to-back 1,100-yard rushing seasons, and that has been behind some of the worst offensive line play and some of the worst offenses that offensive situations in general, not even just the, the offensive line. I mean, I think Cincinnati was like 30th in scoring offenses last year. Uh, Mixon still finished as RB 16 from weeks one to 16. Uh, 2018, he was RB 11. And again, that's been in just putrid uh, offensive situations. Typically, the guys that you see score highly and finish highly in fantasy are either going to be your McCaffreys, who are just going to get 110, 120 targets, or they're players in good offenses that are getting those goal line touches and getting the, the touchdowns. And Mixon hasn't had any of that. Cincinnati was 26th in adjusted line yards in 2019, and they were 20, 22nd in 2018. Jonah Williams is returning a tackle. Uh, Billy Price is back healthy, who was their first-round pick in 2018, and he's going to be playing guard this year. Um, if you look at what Mixon did on the field, he was first in evaded tackle. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Second in yards created. And again, I'm going to keep, I'm going to bludgeon this point to death in some of the worst offensive situations we've seen. You mentioned them bringing in uh, T. Higgins. Joe Burrow is was obviously their uh, their first pick. He's gonna he's gonna help open things up. You you said it too. Their offense, I mean, their defense is trash. There's still gonna be a lot of passing volume to go back to go around. And the only thing that's holding him back is whether or not Taylor is just going to put him in that role. I believe that he can do it. Does he see? Do I see a hundred target upside like you were talking about with Miles Sanders? No, I I don't. But I I think if you get him seventy targets, which I I don't think is I mean that would be double from what he from what he's been having his first three years. But I don't think that's crazy. We also have to remember his first two years, first first two or three years. Uh, who did he, Hugh Jackson was a was the head coach last year? I think what what we saw was you know th- there was that. Um, Oakland game where they were trailing and they still just gave Mixon what was it like 30 carries or something they just wanted to get that game over with I think they wanted to get that season over with they know they knew they weren't going to do anything now with Burrow coming in like I said the 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 offensive line picking up from where it's been the past couple of years all he has to do is get that passing game involvement uh, we, we we see what he can do on the ground. Like I said, with the with the evaded tackles, evaded tackles, and the and the yards created. And if that offensive situation can just pick up slightly, I think Mixon is absolutely set up to smash. I have him as RB three again. That's projection on my part, but I I believe that he can do it. This isn't a case of Fournette in college where we didn't see it. We saw Mixon be able to do it in college. I truly believe that he's the one of the top three, four, just in terms of talent at the running back position in the league. And I think this is going to be the year that we finally see that shine through. Um, and that that is why I am going to be taking Mixon over Sanders because you, you kind of touched on it a little bit too, just in terms of his just raw touch upside. Uh, last year, he had over 300. year before that, I think he had like 280. So I think that, that 270, I think, was what you said, 275. I think that's uh, Sanders' upper range of limits and where I see, you know, uh, mix and being able to get over that 300 mark. I mean, I, th- I think that for me, at least, at least for Sanders, that's more of like a floor. I, I think the, for, for me, like, I, I don't think that, I mean, I just think that it depends on how that, how those things progress. The other thing that would worry me too, about the Bengals offense is how much, how good can we realistically expect Joe Burrow to be in a situation where he has not had any offseason work? He's just now coming into the pre, he's not going to get any preseason action. Literally week one, he is going to step on that field. And that is the first time that he has seen NFL bullets. He's not going to get any opportunity in the preseason. So I think you can probably expect that he is going to look pretty bad, at least to start. This could not be the way this year is shaping up this this it feels like this they should have maybe had a you know they would have kept Andy Dalton for one more year let Andy Dalton start this year let Joe Burrow learn a little bit maybe insert him at least halfway through the year to get his feet wet because now like he is coming into a, a, a not so pleasant situation in terms of he's never seen an NFL defense he's never he's not even ever had to make those reads or anything else so it's gonna be interesting how this works because I, I could see a situation where this offense is still really bad because of that I, I like the weapons you know Tyler Boyd T. Higgins, 
AJ Green. You know, I guess we got to throw Auden Tate in there. You know, shout out uh, um, CJ. Oh, and you, know, I guess, you, riding the coattails. Um, no. <laughs> but uh, no, I know you've been an Auden Tate fan for a long time. But so th- those are my biggest concerns with Joe Mixon, uh, to be honest with you. I like Joe Mixon. I love the talent. Um, I think he has the that ability in him. I have never understood why they have not used him more in, in the passing game, but they still have Gio. I think Gio also gets some opportunities here in the, as the pass catching back as well. <clears throat> Overall, and this is this is a uh, you know I guess a uh, contract year right for for Joe Mixon as well to uh, to make that money. But like I said, all things considered, I love Miles Sanders. I absolutely love love Miles Sanders, and he's actually going later. Um, I was looking at four for four ADP. And he's actually going 206, and Joe Mixon is going 110. I absolutely love some uh, in that spot. You can get Miles Sanders in that second round, wheels up all day. So you you theoretically, depending on how your draft goes, because I feel like for me it's Miles Sanders, Joe Mixon, Kenyon Drake, and Josh Jacobs are all in that tier of running backs right there, that tier group of running backs of of taking those guys where you could take them at that – you know, 11 or 12 turn, you know, and, and take them both if you wanted to, or however you want to do it. Or if you took a wide receiver early, like Devonta Adams, then you want to come back and grab that running back. It's going to be Miles Sanders, possibly Joe Mixon, Kenyon Drake, and Josh Jacobs. And these are the decisions you have to make. And if I could get like Devonta Adams and then follow that up with Miles Sanders, I am six to midnight so fucking quick. Cause like I said, I absolutely love Miles Sanders. Like he is my dude this year, ride or die. I don't care. I'm so tired of hearing the stupid narratives about him, uh, about how, you you know, every free agent running back at the Rays, there's like, oh, just just wait. Just wait until the Doug Peterson brings in this other running back, this decrepit soul uh, of a running back that we should never care about, like LaShawn McCoy. What are you going to do then, haters? What are you going to do then? And it's like, it, to me, it's more so about these people, and they're just showing their bias. Every time that I see these comments, it's like immediately, it's like, you're telling on yourself, bro. You're telling on yourself that, that, that is all you have is your, your bias against him, and whatever happens, happens, and you want to go down with that ship with your narrative. So, to me, I think it's ridiculous. We should be flexible. You know, as fantasy analysts, you should, as we get new information, you should change your opinion. But if they sign Devonta Freeman, that's really, I guess, the only guy that's left, I don't care. Devonta Freeman's washed. I don't care. It's Miles Sanders season. Draft him everywhere, and let's win some championships. Let's go. Completely agree. I, I hope they bring in someone like Devonta Freeman because I would love for that to bring uh, Sanders' ADP down a little bit. So, like, that would be – honestly, one of my boys hit me up and he was just asking me some general questions. He's more of a casual fantasy player. And I told him, like, my ideal start would be to land both of these guys. And this was, you know, uh, about a month or so ago before their, both their ADPs really started to rise. So now, like you said, depending on how that falls, may not be as realistic – so I hope they bring in Devonta Freeman and that brings down Sanders ADP a little bit to make this a little more likely you'd snag both of them. The last thing I want to touch on real quick, you were talking about Burrow kind of being thrown into it. Maybe this is the thing that kicks off Mixon being involved in the passing game more because you're right. Like he is just going to be stepping right onto the NFL field, not seeing those, you know, like you said, those live bullets flying around. So in for what we would think, you would want to set up those easier passes. We saw what Burrow did with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire at LSU. You can't flip that over because he's not bringing Joe Brady with him. But I still think that you know if, if you're a smart head coach, smart offensive coordinator, you look at that, see what he was comfortable with, and uh, maybe this will be the thing that kind of 
gets him involved and gets him kicked off is setting up those those easy dump offs and screens to to Joe Mixon. So, any uh, any anything else you want to throw in here, Kev? No, I think that's it. Just, let's uh, you know in the comments below. Let us know who you're going with. It's definitely Miles Sanders. I know I already won, but. You know, we we gotta we got we gotta put it out there for everybody. But who would you rather have in your upcoming draft, whether it's PPR, half point PPR? Which one are you leaning towards? Is it Miles Sanders? Is it Joe Mixon? If not, and and that group of four that I kind of talked about, is there another one you'd rather have? Is it Kenyon Drake or Josh Jacobs? You can check out. I actually just did a player profile on player profile on Josh Jacobs. That's my dude. And in this situation, I did say that I would definitely take Miles Sanders over him, and I definitely still would. Miles Sanders RB six. I think he could go as high as RB five for me, and I think he has Christian McCaffrey level upside. That's all I got to say. Have a great night, and I'll talk to you guys again next week. Hero Bread soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas. These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co.